Shall we begin? All right, everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am your host, Francisco. Today, I have a special guest. He has a following that's starting to blow up like crazy on IG. This man is on every IG live, uh, going back and forth, giving his opinion on everything you can think of. Uh, he is almost at a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Uh, he has his IG page. He also has, this, I mean, he's multi-talented. He's a professional wrestler. Uh, he's military. Um, he has a spoken word album as well. Um, I'd like everybody to introduce to Duan J. How we doing, Duan? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me and allowing me to come on here and have some fun with this conversation. Yeah, yeah, man. Of course, man. I, I, I've seen you everywhere, man. You were just blowing up and you are just, you know, every IG live I see, when I see you on, I, I always log on to see what the conversation is going to be. Because you you have strong opinions, and sometimes people don't know how to handle those strong opinions. So you have a, a you have a YouTube page, you have your own podcast, but you know everybody has their own set of followers. So tell the tell my listeners about yourself a little bit. Let them introduce yourself and and tell them what you do. Um, I uh, I think you kind of covered it in the intro. Pro wrestler, author. Um, I actually have a book out available on Amazon. Um, right now called Dear Dominic. Um. Uh, spoken word album uh, before they kill me the premonition um my personal you know pro wrestling like fan page is up there on ig um grown man logic the podcast like you said we're uh rapidly growing we're um six months old man and we're basically a podcast attempting to build better people through critical thinking and and accountability so one of the big issues that i've seen and a lot of the lives that you do is, is people don't like how you deliver that message. Sometimes they may think it's a little rougher on the edges. I appreciate the candor that you bring and I appreciate how you deliver your message because everybody should be able to tr be true to themselves and deliver how their message, however they feel is necessary. So why do you think that is people have such an issue with the way you, you tell your story and the way you deliver the message you want to deliver? I think it's because like I pull no punches. Um, I, I give you my opinion, right? Um, but as you've seen on the lives where, you know, if somebody comes across with a better point than me, I can see the point. Mm. Or if somebody, uh, you know, proves me wrong or, or what I think. And, and there's episodes of Grown Man Logic where my mind's been changed about something. Um, but I'm gonna make sure that you know what you're talking about like before I'm, I'm listening to you. Um, I think that my delivery is a direct one because we don't, we don't have time to play around and coddle people anymore. Right. Um, we, uh, America is, you know what I'm saying? Over, over 200, over, you know, 300 years old, we're, we're approaching 300 years old. Um, and minorities in this country has really never had a place, but we're not doing anything in 2021 to better our situation. And it's been the nonviolent we shall overcome. It's been the, um, yeah, let's just march about it. Let's do a sit in and peaceful protest. But like at the end of the day, um, we can't go out and riot and burn entire cities down screaming black lives matter and then go home and shoot the guy because he's wearing the wrong hat or the wrong color. Like that's bullshit. So I, when I deliver this message, I'm delivering it from a point of frustration and hurt because we're ultimately our own setback at this point in the game. And I agree hundred percent with, with the perspective that you bring. Cause my last podcast was about basically the same subject. It was about how, uh, how Hispanics and blacks have one or 2% chance of becoming millionaires in this country. Um, and I tried to explain my last podcast that this country wasn't built for us. 
You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't built for us to be uh, prosperous and we need to change that narrative. But sometimes, you know, folks don't want, want to go along with that program and we shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes. And I appreciate that you, you're very candid about how you feel and the message that comes across. Some people are, I don't know if it's because we're in a hypersensitive culture now that everybody's sensitive to everything that's said. Um, I don't think they can, they can deal with somebody who's very blunt about how, how they feel. Well, I think that um, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that the the I think well, first off, let me say this. I think that we're a lot more tolerant and respectful of individuals um, uh, in, in terms of that. I think we're in a much better place um, than we used to be in terms of, you know what I'm saying? You can love who you want to love. You can, um, you know, essentially do what you want to do. But with that, the, the consequences with that is that people are now too sensitive. Right. Um, there was a time when you could give somebody constructive criticism. Hey, I think this, 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 and this, and now you can't, you cannot do that. Um, there was a time when men were expected to be strong, silent, and that wasn't attractive and turn on to a woman. Like if you go back and listen to old, like little Kim and Foxy Brown records, they talk about the men being like strong, silent types. Right. And you, uh, the, the old movies, they, they were the strong, um, silent types, but here we are as a, as a platform, it's my job to, to, attempt to better the community like a platform is literally built at an angle from the people listening to or looking at that platform right so if that's the case and I jump on live and I I live a certain type of lifestyle and I consider myself like extremely successful I'm a competitor um in the arena in the financial market in the looks market like I, I'm a competitor and <laughs> I, I mean I, I love the is, confidence I love the confidence <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it it just is. Like, I don't think that I'm a bad looking individual, right? Yeah, and yeah. I know, um, I, I know for a fact that my bank account doesn't look bad. <laughs> I know that, um, you know, what I'm saying, like, my household's taken care of, and yeah. I'm going out and I'm achieving the things that. Uh, that I wanted to achieve that and then more right because I actually did not want to be a podcaster and you know I stick my my foot in this water and it's, it's, it's starting to take off too but the way I, I the way that I project myself on air and on live and on camera I am equally hard if not harder on myself before I project that to the public so I'm 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 the same way so I'm in the financial sector myself so, I, you know, I really don't tell, I'm not going to tell people where I work, but I'm in the financial world. I've been in the financial world for quite a few years now. I wanted to dip my toe in the podcasting thing because I talk to people for a living. That's what I do every day. Right. And I talk to people from all walks of life. I talk to people who are worth hundreds of millions of dollars down to a person who's only worth $10. I treat them all the same with that same level of respect that they all deserve. Uh, and I guess this is why I wanted to do what I'm doing now and talk to people like you because you are the emphasis of up and comer. You're the one that people need to hear about your success story, how you started and where you are now and how you got there. This is the point of the podcast. This is why I chose to do this specific uh, niche that I'm in is talking to people like you who have a story to tell, who are on the way up, who are not quite at the, you know, at the top of the mountain yet, but you're almost there. And this mm -hmm. is a story that people want to hear because they want to know the struggle. They want to know how you got there. So the folks that don't know you, which is is rare because you're all over the place. So there's a ton of people that know you already. Um, what has been your pain point so far uh, trying to build yourself up and, and dealing, especially dealing with all the media platforms that's out there? What has been the biggest pain point for you? Um, the biggest pain point is, uh, again, it's it's self self-imposed. Um, my, my biggest pain point has been finding the motivation to like edit. Right. Like I love 
um, love producing the content, love having conversations. Um, but the marketing that goes along with it, they're like constantly 24 seven in your face. Um, and that, and like fake, uh, fake support. Um, 100%. Whereas, whereas like, Hey, look, I'll jump on your live and I'll show support. Right. And I'll be active inside of your live comment. Because, um, for those of y'all who don't know, um, you know, people keep wondering why Instagram lives get cut off at like a certain time it's because the engagement is down so if i'm enjoying your conversation i'm going to be chatting i'm going to send the hearts up the side i'm going to i'm going to cause some controversy let you let you respond back and forth because all of that counts as engagement and the, and the, the more your engagement's up the longer instagram will let your live go so that's, so that's what i've been doing that's what i like every time you jump on i i make comments because i see what you're doing and i see the conversation and i want to engage in that stuff i haven't done an ig live yet myself i haven't I'm just not at that point yet where I can feel, I'm just be honest with you. I'm not at that point yet where I can feel confidence where there's going to be enough people on there watching it. Cause you only see, I mean, a lot of times in these IG lives, unless you're got the blue check Mark, you're not going to get 500, 600 people uh, looking at you during the IG live, but the energy that you energy you bring to everyone, it doesn't matter if there's one person watching or 12 people watching or hundred people watching. I respect that energy that you constantly bring to, to those interviews. Well, you, you gotta, man, because you, you never, um, there's a, there's a financial uh, guy who said this, never uh, underestimate what you have to do for free today to do for a million dollars later. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, it doesn't matter what, and I, and I learned that actually from professional wrestling, right? Like growing, coming up on the indie scene. Um, sometimes there's three people in, in the gym, right? But the, everybody, each one of those people have a cell phone. Right. So at, at, at that, they have a million people at their fingertips at all times. Right. So I can't afford to screw up a, a spot or, you know, half ass or mail the match in. So if I'm going out there and I'm doing that dangerously in front of three people, when, you know, I have 5,000 followers, 20 or 30 or, you know, sometimes 40 will jump in alive. Right. I, I owe them that because they're taking time out of their day to invest into what I have going on. Right. And to hear what I have to say. So it's, it's bullshit for me to uh, half-ass it because there's only five people in the room. No, you're going to get the same smoke. And then once I run the clip and, and cut that down to a 30-second reel, that's going to reach 30, 40, 50, uh, you know, 5,000 other people. Like, if you go back and look at some of uh, the other lives on my personal page, um, you'll see they got 3,400 views, uh, 2,300 views. And this is all after the fact. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. So, so when, when I go live, I'm going with the intent that, you know, somebody important is going to see it. That's why I show up to interviews dressed in a, in a shirt and a tie. Like and, the coach, the coach actually on this, on this chair right here. Right. And, and I, I respect that hundred percent. Cause I'm the same way. So when I do an interview, like uh, I did an interview with this guy called flat earth, Dave, he was a flat earther. It's on my mm-hmm. YouTube page. Uh, the comments were everybody was trying to, you know, discredit this man, which is fine. I mean, everybody's to own opinion, but a lot of people were saying how professional I was. Yes, the point. If I'm going to have you on, I'm not going to down talk you. I'm going to let you say your piece. I'm going to let you say what you want to say. That's the point of having you on the show is show that show that person you're interviewing the respect that they deserve and let them get their perspective and their point across without having to downgrade anybody. And I think a lot of the times these IGers, these people who be start becoming influencers and start getting a following, forget where they come from and forget how hard it is to get to that level that they've been at. And they don't op- help open doors for anybody else. They don't collaborate with people as much anymore because they think they've reached a certain level. And now it's just all about what they want to do. You, you understand where I'm coming from? Oh, 100%. But see, that's the thing. That's, that's a sign of saying that you're not ready. 
you're not ready. So when you go to, you know, these top wrestling, I, and I keep referencing that because yeah, I think that's yeah. one. Yeah, that's um, that that's a sign that you're not ready. Or when you when you're going in, even in the military, when you're going up like for officer packages, or um, you know they want to make you sailor of the quarter, or you know this, there's a board where you have to present yourself and sell yourself, and you have to act like the pay grade that you're that you're uh, attempting to get to. In other words, when I walk into a venue to to go wrestle, right, everyone's there not to see me, but you know they bought a ticket to see. Hey, look, I'm I'm kind of an attraction. You know what I'm saying? dude that can you know run his mouth got a nice physique you know what have you right but i i shake the guy who's sweeping the floor's hand just as quickly as i shake the owner's hand because that that guy matters and if you don't have that mentality um in terms of collaboration in terms of who you're willing to talk to sit down you know and show respect to then you're not ready to be at the level that you think that you are and that's going to quickly spread because at, at a fingertip man like you know, you could stop this interview right now and text 50 people, hey man, don't ever interview Dewan. He's trash. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, if I wanted to, yeah, but I'm not that I wouldn't do that though, because that's not how I feel. Even if I did feel that way, I still wouldn't do that. You know why? Because I don't want to ever hurt somebody's momentum trying to go up there. I may have personal, let's say I, if I have personal feelings, those personal feelings are gonna stay personal feelings. I'm never gonna let that interfere with somebody's professional life. You know why? Because to me, that's petty. That's everybody needs to eat. You understand where I'm coming from? We I don't have to like you to still want to see you eat. Let's see that there, there's a sign that you're ready for the next level, right? Like business, business and emotion don't get along. Mm-mm. They're 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 literally oil and butter, right? So like I'm friends with my co-host on Grown Man Logic, right? But if you remember, we started out with four and now we're down to three. Yeah. Right. But the person that left, I'm like that person could, could call me today. Like, hey, I need some help. And I got their back. It's just professionally, we didn't work out. So you can't you, you can't mix the business and, and the personal. But I think that's what happens a lot of the times with, with these Instagrammers and these influencers. They get there and their emotions and their ego gets involved with securing a bag. Yeah, so I had I, I had kind of had a situation like that. <laughs> um, I, it, you know, I got kind of upset because there was an IG Live going on. And the person was talking about business and this is what I do for a living. And they were giving out false information and I'm, I'm, I'm in the IG chat and I'm like, no, you don't need this to do this. And no, you don't need that. And I caught myself and I stopped. And what I did is I privately sent her message. Okay. And I was like, listen, I said, I do this for a living. The information you're giving out is not correct. If you need the correct information, I can give it to you. So you can give it to your followers. They seen the message, didn't bother responding. I took it as you do what you want to do. I'm trying to help you, like, especially something that I do for a living every day, and I know that information you're giving out is not correct. That kind of right. irked me a little bit. And then when I try to reach out to give you an olive branch to say, hey, listen, I can school you on this stuff. You don't want to listen. So it's just, you know, for that, it's just time to move on and just drop it and let it go. But I, I think that's the biggest issue that I find on IG is people, people say they want to collab with you and people say they want to work with you, but it's far a few between when they actually do it. Like you... Um, uh, Brandon Janu, like he's there. You guys are always willing to, to work with anybody that wants to, to work with you. And I appreciate that stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that makes me want to keep going, doing what I'm doing. Even when I have situations like that, where you try to reach out and try to help somebody, they don't want to listen. Yep. See, here's the thing. And, and here's where my delivery comes in. Right. Because had that situation happened to me, the next live that I have, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing smoke. <laughs> 
because because you do far. I, I think that if you have the correct information and you witness somebody that gives out false information mm-hmm. and you do nothing about it, you're just as guilty as the person giving the false information because you didn't correct them and you have it. Right. And at the end of the day, us on platforms, we we're responsible for giving accurate information to people, especially when it comes to business, especially when it comes to money, because you, as you know, it in the financial sector, if you fuck up in business, excuse me, if you screw up in business, right. That's, that's like playing jeopardy, right? Like if yeah. you missed the question, if you missed the question, you're losing money right absolutely it's not like your 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 profit total stay the same and your bottom line stays the same because if you if you make if you miss the mark on this and you have me paying for um unnecessary license or you have me uh thinking i'm a ceo when i only own an llc right that you know what i'm saying that that's that's bad information it's bad information it's bad it is bad information i was gonna try to to, i was gonna do a i'm actually working on a podcast now for businesses for you know for how to open a proper business llc sole proprietorship there's a ton of different labels that you can do uh and i was working on that together i just felt like i didn't want to take away from her shine from her i I don't know if it's it's just my nature like i want to see people do well and i think sometimes i'm a little too unselfish sometimes um, but you, this is why I like you and your approach, because you don't, you don't care. Like you're going to, you, if you don't like something, you're going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but here's it. Like, I think, um, so it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because like you said, like a lot of people have a problem with my delivery, right? A lot of people don't realize that I'm open-minded and I'm willing to change my mind and view it from your perspective. It's just that if I have an issue with you, right. Or an issue with something that you said, I'm, I'm going to bring it, I'm going to bring it up. Let's get, let's get clarity. That's my ultimate, that's my ultimate goal is clarity. Right. And like in your situation, that's, 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 that's horrible to put out bad business information. Right. Because now you have people attempting to do things that they don't need, spending money that they don't need when the money is scarce as it is. Right. And then now, you, and after that, you have to worry about, okay, what, what's this tax code? What's um like, how am I going to write this off? What's it's, it's way deeper than just, I'm going to jump on here and I look important and I wear a tie. So I'm going to give you like business. No, that's, that's bullshit. Right. So like at that point, I, I feel like it's your responsibility to, because you work in the sector and you have the platform. I feel like it's your responsibility to say something Now you don't necessarily have to throw the person under the bus, mm-hmm. You know, but you maybe you approach it. Hey, look, I witnessed the live, you know what I'm saying? And uh, this and this and this was said, and I just want to kind of clear it up. Boom. That's it. You, 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 you kept the, the relationship intact because you didn't say he was giving out the bad information and you put out the accurate information for, for overall for the community. Um, because ultimately, if you have a platform and you're not doing anything for your community, what, why the hell do you have a platform? You yeah. Know? Yeah. I understand. But that, that this is exactly why I do have my platform because I try to get people a voice that wouldn't necessarily have one because everybody, everybody has different viewership. Your viewers are different than my viewers. It's just as simple as that. But when we can cross over that benefits everybody because cross promotions, cross promotion benefits everybody because I'm going to pull this on my YouTube channel and I'm going to direct people to your YouTube channel because your link is going to be in the bio that, you know, my description that I'm going to put up. So of course I'm going to, I'm going to uh, promote you as well. And it'd be the same thing. It's like, as well as you, you know, be shouting, uh, promoting the, the podcast for, cause it'll be up tomorrow, by the way, um, for promoting the, the podcast. I think cross promotion tends to help a lot more than it hurts, but I think some, some people have this me first mentality, uh, that I think hurts us long-term the money's there. 
if we work together, everybody can get that and everybody can eat. But I think sometimes we, everybody has this me first mentality. Well, if I get here, forget y'all. I don't understand. It's always bothered me. I, I grew up in the nineties, man. I'm a nineties and eighties kid. So my mentality is, com- yeah, my mentality is completely different. I was raised in a culture where, man, if you come up, try to bring as many people with you. You don't exactly. got to sit at my table to eat with me, but I still want you to eat. And I, and I've always had the mentality, but I don't know, man, it gets frustrating sometimes. How do you deal with that? Um, you kind of just block out, block out the noise, man. And remember, and remember why you did it. Um, there are times when like, you know, you, you get burnt out, you're frustrated. Right. And I'm in a group text with my, with, with my co-host, like, I don't believe with you, bro. I can you, <laughs> right. And, but I, I can vent that out. Right. I can vent that out in the text. Sometimes it requires a phone call. They got to talk me down off the ledge. Right. Because uh, like I'll be on Twitter on, on one campaign on Instagram on one campaign, Mary and my Twitter and my Instagram on Facebook, and then drop like a VSOP lounge over on YouTube. Right. Like, and it'll all be like subliminal. And they just be like, Hey man, you might want to, might want to, and I'm just like, you know what? You're right. But they bring, they bring perspective. And ultimately, um, like I said, I, I never wanted to be a podcaster, like, you know, in the very beginning. And actually the person that that's no longer with grown man logic is the person that put grown man logic together. Nice. Right. So it's crazy. Um, so at the end of the day, what, what's, what's the goal, right? The goal is to build better people, but hold people accountable and make people think critically. So you don't have to agree with me. And in fact, I don't want people to agree with me. Um, a lot of the times, I just want you to open your mind to a different way of thinking. And I appreciate so, that. And I appreciate that. Um, so let me ask you a question. So what we, we talked about the biggest pain point for you since starting this whole thing for you and building, what is your ultimate goal with this thing? Are you trying to stay in this lane? Are you trying to go full-time uh, doing uh, your, your books? Are you trying to go full-time entertainer? Because wrestling is entertainment. I mean, it is entertainment. Are you trying to go, what is the ultimate goal for grown man logic, the grown man logic podcast? Um, to be picked up by a major network where, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting in the same rooms as the breakfast club. We're sitting in the same room as Joe Rogan. We're sitting in the same room as, uh, you know, uh, Pat McAfee, um, and you know, we, there's, there's podcast awards on the level that we're on, but we're trying to be on the next one where we can do this for somebody else. Right. And there's, you know, talks of like reality TV, there's, um, there's talk, like, dude, there's, there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes. Right. I'm always like, truthfully, it's, it's funny. Right. So the first time that I came in a suit and tie on a live, right. Cause if you go back and look at early grown man logic, it was me i had a you know t-shirt on hat backwards like this that, and the third but like one one live i came in from from like a um a business i was actually at a business meeting and um you know trying to promote the brand and like build some stuff and i, I didn't have time to change so I, I just took the coat off sat down did it right and then somebody hit me in the dms i was like yo that's an accurate representation of the brand like do that every time so i was like okay cool boom so i took that you know constructive criticism and was like all right cool right but there's so much stuff going on behind the behind the scenes like um i wish that i could spill it but there are meetings coming up you're gonna see you're gonna see grown man logic um bigger but ultimately i want to um conquer one level and just move on to the next one like i feel like that if if i'm the smartest person or if we're the best podcast in the room it's time to find another room so one of the things that that i uh, agree with you is, is we want to take, like, I want to take my, I want to do this full time. So when I, the one thing I, I dislike when people say there's no money in podcasting, that's BS. 
a young lady just signed a $60 million deal with Spotify to do her podcast. Their money's there. There's $6 billion. I mean, not, not, to, not to mention, sorry to cut you off, but um, Grown Man Logic just received a, a check from Mark Zuckerberg. So th- th- there is money in podcasting. Yeah, there's money in there's money in podcasting. You just have to find that niche and you have to find when you fit in. So, like with me, the reason I wear this, I wear this hat. If you look at all my videos, they're not uh that are all my podcast videos. I always wear this hat. And the reason I always wear this hat is is because I need to look at myself better than than what I typically see myself. I'm we're kings. We just have to start acting like we're kings. We need to start acting like we can we can handle our business and we can do the things that we everybody says we can't. Nobody thought I was going to be able to be where I'm in life right now. Like, I can't complain where I'm at. You always want to be better. You always want to be in a better situation. But, man, I can't complain, man. I'm here. I'm healthy. I have my house. I have my wife. I have my kids. I have a, a great paying job. I, you know, just got promoted to another level. But Congrats. this, they appreciate it. But this right here is what I want to do full time. I want to keep putting out content. Don't get me wrong. Like, everybody's going to progress faster on a different level. Like, you're, you're progressing faster and you just started. I started last year doing my podcast, but I didn't start my YouTube channel till later on. Um, I had COVID in the beginning of the year. So that knocked me out of the box for uh, two months. I was, you know, it was critical. I was in the hospital. I honestly thought I was going to die. That's how bad it was, but I'm grateful for where I'm at right now. I'm grateful for the, like in, in, in a month, I got 82 subs, 84 subs already on YouTube. And that's just me promoting myself. That's just me putting, you know, my content out there, just talking to people, meeting people, it's all about how much effort you put into what you're doing. You can't make excuses. You're going to have good months. You're going to have bad months. And if you, and if you get to where you need, if you need to get like, especially for you, I'm, I'm hoping you guys make it to that next level. I'm going to be ruling you guys on. Like I said, I want to see everybody succeed and I won't hate. And, and I think sometimes people get mad when somebody else supersede them in the career and what they're trying to do. Why? I don't understand that. Why are you going to get there at some point? Most podcasts end after seven episodes. You know why? Because people can't continue to do good content. It's hard to do this. It's not an easy thing to do. You have to constantly right. keep putting out good content. People get tired of you. Some people get tired but, of you. Some people don't want to hear you. Let me, let me, let me jump in. I think that it's difficult to do when you're not authentic. Right. Um, and the reason I say that is because um, like we can map out like like there's like literally grown man logic behind the scenes we we have a meeting right and we'll map out the topics for like the next month right but if say say if something else happens right or if you know something that's triggering that happens right and we, we can just swap to okay look um we, we gotta have like every month we sit down we have a um a self-help episode a relationship episode a black culture and a social justice episode every month Right. That's those are our four Thursdays. Right. Our Mondays are kind of free for alls. Right. And our YouTubes are kind of free for alls. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those are like, you know, giving back to the community mostly like that's where you see, you know, private stock versus, you know, VSOP lounge versus, you know, the weekend chaser versus, you know, the weekly shot of sanity. Right. And those um, but like all, all of them are authentic. So when I come up with a topic for Grown Man Logic, my co-hosts don't have the show notes. Mm-hmm. So they know what we're going to be talking about. So I may hit them up and be like, yo, okay, this week we're going to talk about crabs in a barrel. And that's all I'm going to give them. And what they come with is what they come with. They don't know, they don't have the show notes, nor do they have the questions that I'm going to ask. But then it's also important that I'm invested in their personalities because now if I need some controversy, I can play Eric against Kendrick. Right. Because I know that she stands for this and I know that he stands for this. 
So now I'm going to ask a question to trigger one of them or trigger the other one. Right. But that brings, that brings some heat. And at, at the end of the day to them, it's authentic. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm, I'm playing Geppetto. Right. So, so the, so the conversation stays authentic, like to the audience, because you're getting authentic reactions and then, and then at, like vice versa, because we're having a conversation, they'll ask me a question and then that'll send me off on a tangent about something that, yeah. because I don't know what's in their mind because we don't discuss the show prior to the show. It's kind of like, yo, here's the topic. That's all you're getting. <laughs> See, I do my things a little bit differently. It's like this conversation, it's, I'm more organic. Um, I, there's no, I don't, there's like, when we talked earlier today, I was, he was like, what do you want to talk about? I said, you, I'm not, it, it's like me. I don't try to bring up a certain, like if I'm by myself, I have a topic that I'll talk about. Like if I'm just talking to myself in the camera, yes, I'll come up with a topic. But if I'm having an interview with someone like yourself, I want to know about you. I want to know about your strengths. I want to know about your failures. I want to know what, what has been, you know, the toughest thing for you. What has been the thing that's gotten you over the top? I want you to talk about you. I want to ask those questions so the audience gets to know you. That's the point of my podcast. Everybody's podcast is built differently. Yours is built the way it's built and it's been successful the way it's, it's built. Mine has been uh, uh, starting to get successful because of the platform that I have interviewing people like you. I'm not comfortable when I'm talking to myself. Some people are. I just, I like talking to people. I'm a people person. I've always been, I'm, I'm an extrovert. Let me have those conversations. Let's chop it up. Like if in all reality, if everybody wanted to, man, we could sit here for three hours and keep having a conversation because that's just who I am. Right. But uh, it's you, you have to know when you have to know what's working for you and what's not working for you. So the biggest thing for your guys's podcast that seems to work is the three headed monsters, the three, uh, the, the three person dynamic that you guys have. And then you have the female voice in there as well with Kendra. How has that helped develop grown man logic as a as a whole? Um, she keeps us honest. Um, it, and, and she also jumps in and, and like brings balance. Right. So it'd be easy for, you know, two guys to sit on a live and like bash women. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it'd be easy. Right. But instead she's like, no, it's not like that. Women, most women think like this, or some women think like this and some women think like this. And, and, ultimately what that evolved into is when like we're sitting up there okay my dating experience says this eric's dating experience says this and now kendra's like okay well my dating experience i've dealt with a guy like this and i've dealt with a guy like that so now we're able to ask her questions and so the females feel represented so they don't feel bashed right um they don't um and and she she's bringing and she's she has an energy she takes no bullshit so like it's kind of like like she matches my level of of uh, candor and my level of um, st st standing in the paint and sticking to the point, right? Um, so that she she keeps us honest, man. Like I think that, um, like just like you said, I, I think grown grown it's crazy because grown man logic does not work without her. I mean, you have a point. You have a point. So let everybody know what kind of projects you have coming up. If you certain projects that you can talk about, I mean, uh, what, what do you have coming up for yourself? What does grown man have uh, logic? Have, what is the Juan J having the works for himself as well? Not just grown man logic. What do you have in the works individually for yourself uh, for the next steps that you're going to take? Okay. So um, the next steps kind of take, um, so there was an, uh, an additional spoken word album that was supposed to come out by the end of the year um, due to COVID. It's not going to happen. So Valentine's day, um, have you ever made love to a poet? The, the, the spoken word album will be out um, summer of next year. Um, the book grown man logic, the art of applying pressure 
um, will be out. Um, spring of 2022, I'm, I'm in a movie called Birth. Um, that, that'll be out. Um, but more, more, I guess, closer is um, come Thanksgiving, we're actually going to start taking donations next week. And we're, our goal is to feed um, 1,000 families in the three states that we live in. Um, so we're going to start asking for donations from like our listeners and small black businesses to kind of contribute. And we're, we're going to donate to, you know, uh, women's shelters and, you know, veterans uh, shelters and things like that. And we're just basically, you know, $60 per card or something like that. And we're going to go in and, and um, you know, just hand them out and supply Thanksgiving meals for um, those less fortunate than us. And then we're going to do a toy drive around Christmas um, centered around like the same thing. Um, right now, we're just putting the steps in place because we're trying to coordinate between California, Ohio, and Virginia. So, um, but those are the next things that are coming up because I think that you can't jump on a platform and be for the community and not actually give back. So, grown man logic, we're we're gonna we're gonna lead the charge in independent podcast and giving back to the community. So, um, that yeah, that's what's coming up. So, stick stick stay uh, stay tuned for the flyers and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Um, asking for the donations and uh, you know if you want to support support. If not, hey, we get it. Just share. The flyer that costs nothing and um yeah man we're gonna we're gonna get it done and then yeah uh, I, i'll eventually get back to wrestling uh once, once the world is open back up again man so yeah between the album between the book between promoting the movie uh a toy drive a food drive and uh you know trying to bring quality content to the people man i'm pretty much uh books uh, 90 miles an hour yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> much man so where can everybody find you? What what are your, what are the platforms that you're on the most? Uh, what are your handles? Uh, I'm obviously going to put your link tree in, in the description of uh, uh, in the YouTube page. But where where can people find you right now if they if they heard they see this video tomorrow and they want to click and see where you're at? Okay, uh, Dewan O'Neill one on Instagram. That's a uh, D E J U A N O N E A L the number one. That's my personal page. Obviously the grown man logic podcast pages on Instagram, um, grown man logic podcast on Twitter or Dewan O'Neill two, two N on Twitter. Um, and on YouTube, grown man logic, uh, podcast. We, uh, upload to YouTube every Wednesday and Sunday. We are live on Instagram every Monday and Thursday. And I tweet, uh, like three or four times a week, to you know just stir the pot a little bit uh also get you a copy of dear dominic available on amazon.com right now and btkm the premonition on all streaming platforms including youtube so folks this has been the frank and francisco podcast dewanja i appreciate you coming on man it's been a pleasure having you on you're welcome back on anytime you want to stir the pot by all means come on in thanks folks for tuning in we'll see you next time take it easy